Hi, third year students. Um, so I am posting a podcast in relation to the first assignment. Now, normally I would talk about this in class, but of course, um, last week you had uh, the test, and before that we were um, trying to get through some of the theories and the movies and the content. So I'm going to just talk through that uh, that assignment, and hopefully that gives you some uh, direction on what is required. And if you have any further questions, of course, you're welcome to send them to me. So the assignment is asking you to essentially talk about how crime and violence is being reported in the media. And to do that, you firstly, you need to keep the focus of the entire assignment on how it has been reported. So that's crucial, that you're not looking at a particular event to understand that event or that there are particular things that I'm wanting you to uh, look at outside of the reporting. The reporting is what you are looking at. How is this being reported? So to look at that reporting, you need to have something to look at. So you need to pick an event of crime or violence. Like I said, the event itself is less important. So it doesn't matter to me what event you pick. You can pick Marikana. You can pick um, some of the police violence that we've seen recently. You can pick gender-based violence. You can pick uh, taxi violence. You can pick um, anything that is in the news, news about violence specifically, crime and violence. So... Uh, you you propose a, an, a topic area that you are most interested in. And then what you need to do. So, so the first thing is to pick that event. What am I going to look at? Then you need to find articles on that uh, particular topic. And the articles must come from three different sources. The one is your mainstream media. That is the... Um, your dailies, your um, online publications that report about events immediately after they happen. So it is the kind of thing like your News 24, your uh, Daily News, your Mercury, where something happens, the reporters go out and get the story and, and it's then published tomorrow or or even sometimes today in the afternoon. So it's published immediately. And these are usually um, shorter articles, but they don't have to be. Um, but that's the kind of kind of mainstream articles you're looking at. So let's say I'm looking at Marikana. I want to go um, onto Google or onto, um, onto a publication like News24, for example, and Google search Marikana and see what articles come up. And maybe I want to take some recent articles, or maybe I want to take some from when Marikana happened. Whichever I decide is fine, but I should be consistent in my decision. So meaning, if I want to take recent articles on Marikana, I must do that for all the different types of sources that I'm using, and uh, or if I'm using older, older uh, sources, then I must do that um, as well for all of the different sources I'm using. So just be consistent with the decision you make. Then I want to get 
uh, investigative pieces. So I've got my mainstream pieces. I now want to get investigative pieces. And these are the kinds of articles that are much more in-depth. They usually um, take some time to publish. They don't come out immediately. So maybe they will come out later in the month or maybe even a few months after things happen. So you want to look for what kinds of articles are being written about Marikana in places like the Daily Maverick, the Mail and Guardian, um, those kinds of kinds of uh, articles. Now you get investigative pieces in other publications as well. So just look for the kind of longer form, in-depth understanding of uh, the causes of events. So the minute they start to talk about um, in South Africa, politics or history, that's usually um, an investigative piece. So those are the kinds of things that you want to look for for your investigative pieces. And then the last one is actually quite different. It's uh, social media. And so you want us to, to then look on social media platforms like uh, Facebook or Twitter for what has been said in those spaces. And you may find that these aren't articles necessarily, that they are more like discussions or threads or hashtags that are linked with the event that you're looking at, and that's fine too. It may even be images that, again, that's also fine. So what what is there um, on that space in relation to the topic that you're looking at? Now, there isn't a limit on how many of these you can look at, but there is a word limit So for the, for the essay uh, as a whole. So getting too many sources on each of these could be detrimental to you. So my recommendation is two to three articles for each kind of article you're looking at. So two to three mainstream, two to three investigative, two to three um, social media. But really, um, you could... Um, make it more or less depending on how much you need to say about what you're seeing in these articles. So now that I've gathered those articles together and I have them and I'm going to use them and I'm going to understand them, I must firstly save all of those articles because I must attach them to my assignment when I submit it. But more importantly, since the focus of the assignment is to look at how this event has been uh, understood by journalists, how, how journalists have reported on this event, I'm now going to do the same kind of thing that I did in both of the tests, the one that was not for Marx and the one that is for Marx, and I'm going to look for the course theories in the articles. And so this is all of the course theories that we have covered so far. So is there moral panic in the articles? Is there authoritarian personality? Is there simplification? What am I seeing in the articles? And you then are going to write your, your assignment to show what you see in those articles. So I see a lot of moral panic in the mainstream articles, or I see a lot of um, authoritarian personality in the social media articles. And this is where I see it. So very much like you've done in the assessment so far, you want to define then what is moral panic, if you're using moral panic, and where can you see it? Where in, in these articles is the moral panic? So you want to firstly record what you're seeing for each of the different kinds of 
uh, articles that you're looking at. And then you want to say why that's important. So why is it that there's a lot of moral panic in the um, mainstream articles and none in the investigative in the investigative reporting? Is it that when we engage with this more in depth, we don't need to play up on people's fears? Because that's what moral panic does, is it creates fear. So the, the reality is, is that these decisions that journalists are making and the ways that they are reporting on crime and violence tell people what um, is happening. And they, they not, don't just say what the event is about, but they also say how we can understand crime and violence in the context. So it's important that they use a lot of moral panic or it's important that they use conservative ideology because it tells people something. And that's the argument that you then want to make. So once you've been able to see the theories and show, show me in the, in the essay what theories are being used, you want to explain and argue why that is important. Why is it important that they are using one theory over another? And that becomes the basis for your conclusion. What are these um, articles saying to us about crime and violence? And that's really it. So, so you, you write the, the article with the focus on how things have been reported, you're showing me how the theories are being applied to you, this particular case that you're looking at, and you're making an argument. Those are the three very important things. So how it's reported, where are the theories, and what is the conclusion, what is the argument that you can make about this. So those are the three, three very important things. Obviously, the argument is going to be dependent on the articles you use and this is why you must attach the articles so that your examiner myself and the moderator can see why you have made that conclusion because there are lots of different articles on any one event so if I look at Marikana you've got hundreds of articles probably written about uh, Marikana you can only look at two or three so your your analysis is only going to be based on the two or three that you are looking at and for that reason it is very 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 important that you do not use sources in relation to the theory outside of the course readings so I've seen many many students look at uh, how Marikana has been reported and download articles online about that and those articles are about much more than the two or three articles that you're looking at. And so it's, it's incredibly obvious that this isn't about what you're looking at in the articles that you have, but it's about what somebody else has said about all reporting on Marikana. Um, so in terms of the theory, you are only using the course readings. The articles that you are going to gather from the new from news publications um, are the only sources that you're going to find for yourself. So those are the only things that you're going to find for yourself. Um, and you do not need to be looking up journals. You do not need to be looking up other textbooks or going onto Wikipedia. You don't need to do any of that stuff. You only need to use the course readings 
to to make sense of um, the theories that you're seeing in, in the course in the <clears throat> in the articles. I'm sorry, um, and um, you must then reference those course readings, and the references for those course readings are on the front page of your of your reader. So the references are available. Um, for you to to use when you re reference those sources um, you must reference properly so if you have questions about referencing let me know because there will be penalties applied for poor referencing um, I hope that this helps you as you plan for that assessment and um, uh, like I said if you do have questions please let me know cheers